This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It is Wednesday, February 20th, and last night the Blues took on the Maple Leafs. This game was the type of game that the Blues really needed. They've had some close games, and now what is an 11-game winning streak? But recently, they've really controlled their last four wins before this game. 8-3 against the Devils, 4-0 against Arizona, 3-0 against Colorado, 4-0 Minnesota. A lot of fans were nervous going into this game because they knew Toronto were also a hot team. I believe they were 7-2-1 going into this game. Not the 10-0 that the Blues had been in their last 10, but... They still had been playing very, very good, especially since they had made that trade for Jake Muzzin. Muzzin has really solidified their blue line. He brings something that they didn't have before the trade, and he's really flourished in Toronto. The Blues would do what they have done best recently, and that is get off to a quick first period lead, and that would be no exception in this game. A guy who has struggled this year but played his heart out, Jaden Schwartz, would get a beautiful goal to put the Blues up one to nothing. How about the staff he's put together? Steve Ott, Mike Van Ryan, those guys have done an excellent job. Oh, look out. Chance in front, scores! Jaden Schwartz! And the Blues have the icebreaker. Now, face-off play, puck possession. Chip it out, win a race. Morgan Riley wants to stand up. Jake Muzzin go back, he blows a tire. Then it's off to the races, no resistance at all. Nobody coming back to help out the defense. Bozak, the former leaf, over to Jaden Schwartz. Left-hand shot on the right-hand side of the ice, and he takes advantage. The key to this goal was the huge face-off win in the D zone and the ability of the Blues to get the puck out. Muzzin's going back for it, thinks he's got it. He blows a tire, falls into the boards. Steen gets the puck, gives it over to Bozak. Bozak gives it over to Schwartz. Both guys are wide open in front of Anderson, and Schwartz puts it in for the Blues' one to nothing lead. That goal would be Jaden Schwartz, sixth of the year. Bozak gets his 15th assist, and Steen gets his 13th assist. 10 minutes, 13 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. The Maple Leafs are known as a fast, skilled team. They're known for their great crisp passing. They're known for knowing where guys are going to be at all times. They play very well together. But in the first period, it was the Blues that were doing it. Getting late into the period, the Blues were still controlling the play. You could definitely tell that they were playing their hearts out, and it would pay off when the Blues would get a power play goal from Colton Pareko, his 10th of the year. Player back to the line. Shea Weber-esque with that shot, yep. Colton Pareko. He gets all of it, doesn't he? Let's see if he does again. He'll fire it out off the post. And the rebound ricocheted past Dunn. Well, he wired that a wrister and... Well, back the other way, Connor Brown to the net, and a poke check there, a la Johnny Bauer by Craig Bennington, or Jordan Bennington. And the... They think that puck went in. That puck went in, Chris, that's why they've okay. blown the horn. Gonna say, Colton Pareko. certainly not done, let's have a look. Uh, it's a great screen from Maroon. 
Oh yeah, that had so much pepper on it. It goes in and all the way around. It goes around the world. The crowd will tell you everything you need to know. And that explains the angle that that came out at. And you mentioned the velocity. That's a career best 10th goal for Colton Pareko. It's so nice to see the Blues power play over the last few games get somewhat effective. They had two the other night. They get the one this night. Hopefully that's a trend that we can see to continue. A lot of times I have discussions with fans of the show, Blues fans, and also other teams fans, about which is more effective, the slap shot or the wrist shot. Well, from my experience, I love a wicked wrister more than a slap shot. A slap shot is great, but a wrist shot, you have more control over it. You know where the puck is going to go. And I love that wrist shot by Colton Pareko. Everybody expects him and wants him to take the slap shot, which he has an awesome slap shot, don't get me wrong. But it's nice to see him take that wrist shot and put it past Anderson with that great screen by Maroon in the front of the net. That goal by Pareko would be his 10th of the year. Schwartz gets his second point of the night, gets his 21st assist. Bozak also gets his second point of the night, gets his 16th assist. Power play goal, 17 minutes, 42 seconds into the first. The Blues just dominated the Leafs in this first period. They just outplayed him to the puck. They were all over the puck. They were all over the Leafs. When the Leafs did have an opportunity to score, they kept a lot of pressure off of Jordan Bennington in that first period, which is what they've been doing for the most part during this winning streak, and it continued last night. Going into the second period, Toronto played much better. You knew that Mike Babcock was going to get his team to start playing better. They would definitely show up in the second, and Jordan Bennington would have to make several saves, including this one, to keep the Leafs off the scoreboard. Chases his own rebound and directs it on net, but Martyr turns. Maybe a break for Toronto. Hyman is loose. Hyman the pass. Hyman the backhand. And Bennington with the stop. A great save by Bennington, and the Leafs would outshoot the Blues 16-13 to in that second period, but there would be no scoring by either team. Going into the third period, the Leafs finally get on the scoreboard with a fluke goal to make it 2-1. Tavares. Crossing into the blue zone. Tavares down to one knee, trying to maintain control. Hyman looking to get to it. He does. Scores! Zach Hyman from behind the goal line. And the streak is over. And the Leafs get on the board. Well, this is all set up with a couple of huge kills by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Frederick Anderson with some great work in net. And now Tavares with an unbelievable effort here. Forces the giveaway. Hyman then taps it off the stick. Bennington here with a tough break as he's trying to intercept the pass going from the slot from Hyman. I think Hyman's going to get credit for this goal as he puts it in his own net, the goaltender. You just hate to see a goal go in like this. Bennington's doing his best in net. He tries to intercept that pass. It was headed towards Tavares. Goes off of him into the goal. Those kind of things just happen. There's not much you can do about him. I'm not going to blame Jordan Bennington on that. It's just a fluke goal. Hyman gets credit for the goal, his 11th of the year. It was unassisted. Six minutes, 34 seconds in. Toronto's back in the game at 2-1. But they were not done. Less than 40 seconds later, Austin Matthews would tie this one up with his 28th goal of the year. Tangled up with Pareko, and it comes to the point. Gardner kept it in for Marlowe, off for Kapanen. 
Heeds it over. Zaitsev with a shot in front. Scores! Austin Matthews on the redirect. Leafs have tied it at two. Just like that. Good play by Gardner to keep the puck alive. And then it's Matthews who starts it off the cap. And now he's going to go right to the net and hide and go to the net. And when he does that, the puck will arrive. Matthews will spin right off him. And Perenko can't get back to him. And there is Matthews as he continues his hot streak of late and ties this game up. This was an example of one of the few times last night in this game that the Blues were not able to get the puck out of their end efficiently. The Leafs keep it in. They put a shot towards the net. Matthews is there, and he puts it behind Jordan Bennington, and we are tied at two each. That goal by Matthews was his 28th. Zaitsev gets his 6th assist. Kapanen gets his 19th assist. 7 minutes, 5 seconds in. We've got ourselves a game. Shots would be even in the third period at 8 each. There would be no more scoring after this goal by Matthews, and we would head to overtime where the Blues would get the big game winner from Ryan O'Reilly just 34 seconds in. It's Barter around behind, and a centering pass block, and it's a 2 on one the other way. O'Reilly and Tarasenko. Ryan O'Reilly scores! It's 11th heaven. It's St. Louis. Now Mitchell Marner trying to take this thing over. He goes around on the wraparound, can't get it out front. It's turned over to Ryan O'Reilly. He's coming in on two on one. They're screaming at him, on man rush, on man rush. He just takes it, puts it up and over. Freddie Anderson uses the decoy of Tarasenko and puts it up and over, bar down. And we have a winner, 11 straight for Ryan O'Reilly and the Blues, Chris. This all started in the Blues D zone. Marner tries to get the puck in front of the net. O'Reilly intercepts it. Heads down, they've got a two-on-one breakaway with Tarasenko. I'm sure Anderson's sitting there in that split second. He's probably thinking, all right, is O'Reilly going to pass it? Is he going to shoot it? You've got to take both players into account and be prepared for the pass or the shot. It was the shot that would get him, and O'Reilly wins this one 3-2 to two for the Blues. That goal by O'Reilly would be his 23rd of the year. It was unassisted, 34 seconds into the overtime period. Let's go ahead and get to the stats of the game. The Blues outshot Toronto 41 to 33. Faceoffs pretty even 52% to 48% in favor for the Blues. Blues were one for three on the power play. The Maple Leafs did not have a power play throughout the whole game. The Leafs did out hit the Blues 13 to 10, but the Blues outblocked the Leafs 17 to 10. Let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Ryan O'Reilly, Alex Petrangelo. And of course, as we always do, we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube on the Blues' 11th win in a row. Yeah, obviously that was a you know exciting win for us, especially at home too. It was early in the year the way we were playing, and to get that win tonight with the fans too. It's uh, it's an emotional win for us. Ryan, the goal itself, when you got the lighting two on one, but to be able to break it up at the other end, or the kind of things that you kind of take pride in there, because if you don't break that up, they're probably looking at an empty net there. Yeah, it was uh, you know when Marner was winding it up there, he kind of saw that he he had me beat already and just was flying and. I was just kind of desperate. It was just a desperate play, trying to get back. And you see when Jay, or sorry, when Benner went down, he was going to try to throw it up front, just trying to get a stick on it. And, and you know, lucky for us, you know, put it in an area and we could go two on one. Can you put into words what this winning streak means to you? Ah, oh gosh, it's it's exciting. It's what it is, and it's uh, you know, it's fun hockey. You know, we're really enjoying it. You can see, you know, from just from the start of the year how you know frustrating it was, and how we you know kept working and working and just not getting the result. And now we're kind of, you see the way we've come together and how every 
everyone's invested in each other. You know, everyone's trying to make it easier for the next guy. And again, that wasn't a perfect game. You know, good first. They took just the second. A couple bad bounces in the third, but you know, we stuck with it again. And just one of those things. As a team, we're we're coming together and we're finding ways to win hockey games. A little bit of adversity never hurts you. Sometimes uh, a little challenge is good, and we stepped up to the plate. You watch O'Reilly out there just. You're just amazed at some of the things he does. He makes the defensive play at the one end and goes on and scores at the other. Yeah, I mean, those two, even when Vladdy's out there, those two guys, I mean, they're so hard to handle. I just, I mean, even in practice, it's hard, right? You got a guy like him who works, and they both work. They both make plays. It's, uh, you're facing a two-on-one with those guys. You, who do you take away? So they've been awfully impressive here, uh, especially as of late. Alex, franchise has been around a while. How fun is it to be a part of history? Yeah, it's always good. Place. Yeah, it's great. Um, Especially after the way we started this year, so it's a good push for us. We, uh, we've, we've come a long way since then, but like I said, um, I mean, for me and everybody else here, we get the sense that you know we're not really satisfied. We know we can play better throughout games. Benner played well tonight, kept us in there in the second, so we're looking hard in the mirror every day, and it's uh, making us come much strong the next game. Yeah, it was a great play. Um, that's the kind of player he is. Comes up big at big times. Uh, another example of kind of the resiliency of your team. And a couple months ago, maybe you, you, you squandered a 2 0 lead. Maybe it doesn't happen for you. But uh, can, can you speak to that? Maybe yeah, we hung in there. I thought, um, you know, as the game went along, I thought, um, you know, we were on our, I don't say we're on our heels. That's a good team over there. Like, they got a lot of speed and they come at us and, you know, <clears throat> we kind of fed into that a little bit, and but we hung in there. I mean, they tied it up, and um, we hung in there and got it to OT. You know, so it is resiliency, and also, you know, guys battled hard. It's been a tough schedule, and uh, we knew this was going to be a tough game. It's a good team, good team. Yeah, a little bit, like. You know, we, we fed into, the, you know, their pressure and turned the puck over and didn't execute properly. I thought our first period was excellent, and then it kind of, you know, went the other way. I thought that they, they were probably the better team after that for a bit. Uh, we had our moments, though. Um, but you know, we hung in there, and, you know, um, O'Reilly makes a great uh, play in overtime and win it. Pennington, once again, with big saves. Big, yeah, he played excellent. To say the least. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's not phased by bright lights, or the high-pressure situations that came up. No, I thought he looked. I thought he looked really good um, all game, calm and cool. And um, I didn't think our team panicked at all tonight. You know, I just thought that they had good legs, and maybe we didn't have quite have our legs in the second and third period. You know, they hit that second goal quick, but you had to like it. You had a really good push there. After, after yeah, yeah, <clears throat> we did. Uh, had a good op couple opportunities right away, which was a good sign, real good sign. You know, go right back at them and. Yeah, I think so. I think we've been starting a lot of games that way. Um, you know, come out and get pucks in and go to work and shoot pucks and get them back and. Their goalie played really well, you know, and uh, which we knew he was going to. He's a good goalie, and it's a good hockey game. Good team over there, real good team. They've played hockey here in St. Louis uh, for over 50 years. Franchise record today, I love the strange. Just uh, uh, what, what does that mean to, to be part of that? 
Well, it means a lot. I mean, but, you know, the credit goes to the players. I mean, those are the guys that, uh, you know, they're the guys that uh, made the record and they went out and played the games and did the job. The That's line. on them. The fourth line, once again, especially in the first period, they yeah. just dominated. Yeah, the really good. Uh, they've been a good line for a while now. You know, and they, they give us energy and, um, you know, they can also put the puck in the net, which is great to have. And three young guys, you know, it's a, it's a good line. Coach, the record obviously had been 10. Do you have any idea who scored the game-winning goal for that 10th street? Mike Van Ryan. Has he told you? No, he doesn't know, I don't think. But I know. <laughs> but I didn't say anything to him. Did you look it up? No. Somebody told me. You got to tell them? I guess. I, I forgot to tell them. I was supposed to tell them. For people that don't get the privilege to see the locker room scene after a win like that, franchise record, what was it like inside there? Well, exciting, obviously. The guys are, you know, the, our guys are, uh, they're in a good place right now. They're, um, you know, they really enjoy each other and playing for each other. And, you know, it's exciting. I mean, I mean that's it's quite a quite an accomplishment that they've done, you know. So we, we know they're you know they're all all good teams and talent, but now I mean you beat some marquee clubs in this history, you know, national twice, Toronto, Tampa. What can that do maybe to even build confidence more? Yeah, it's going to build confidence for sure, you know. But and on, again, on the <laughs> on the flip side of it, it's. It's such a good league, every team. They're all, you know, talented and every game's tough and, you know, you got to stay with it. Like, you know, the way I look at it, yeah, we've won 11 games in a row, but we're, 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 we're thinking about the next game and how hard, hard, how hard a game that's going to be in Dallas. And we got to be ready. That's kind of how we're, how we're doing things, you know. You can enjoy it for a bit, uh, but you got to keep your, your – um, Head in the right place. Got to have a level head, and you know you got to understand how hard and hard you got to work and compete every game to win. It's so nice to see the Blues having fun. When you have fun on the ice, a lot of times you're going to win. Not always, but when you're out there having fun, the guys are getting along. You're playing as a team. You're going to have a great chance to win every single night. This is the type of game that the Blues needed. The last four games, they've really dominated big time. They've gotten out to leads. They've held the leads. They had the three shutouts in a row. They scored eight goals against the Devils. Yeah, those were tough back-to-back games against the Predators. But after that, they really dominated. And that is why I think they needed this type of game. First period, they played great. Second and third period, they were on their heels a little bit. But they didn't give up. They didn't put their heads down, which is what they would have done at the beginning of the year and probably would have lost this game back in December, November, or October. This team has changed so much over the last five, six weeks. It looks like a totally different team, and it is because they are playing like a team. And what can you say about Jordan Bennington? When he gave up that goal to Hyman, a lot of times the goalie can get down on himself, but Jordan Bennington didn't. He didn't let it get to him. And even after the Austin Matthews goal, he didn't let it get to him. He continued to play strong in net, and the Blues held them off for the rest of that third period. And then Ryan O'Reilly wins it. And speaking of Ryan O'Reilly, what can you say about the guy that I haven't already said all season? 
works hard every single night. When you need that big goal, he gets it. When you need a big play, he gets it. That was a huge play by him in the defensive zone to take that Marner pass that he was trying to put in front of the net and bring it back down with Tarasenko. Those two guys have just been playing great recently, and it's so nice to see. Schwartz, he's got two goals in the last couple games. Hopefully we can get him going. If the Blues can get him going, it's going to be tough for this team to be beaten because then you've got Schwartz scoring, you've got Tarasenko scoring, you've got O'Reilly scoring, you've got that high-energy line of Maroon, Sanford, and Sunquist that also have been adding some goals, some toughness and quickness. This team is going to be very hard to beat. They do have a tough game coming up against Dallas tomorrow night. It's going to be one of those four-point swing type of games, and it would be huge for the Blues to win that game. Before I let you go, guys, I've got a podcast coming up that'll be out shortly where I have Sarah George from bluesrants.com on the show. We talk about all of the Blues' success recently. We talk about the trade deadline. Make sure you listen to that one. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, stay safe, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.